Well, hopefully you're lying in bed with nothing on but me on your headphones or on your mobile device. Cheeky, I know. Hey, it's 4.20, except it's 4.20 in the a.m. Yeah, it's been a long night. <clears throat> a long day. Coming into the 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. It's hard to even say with a straight fucking face. Independent from what? The Puritans? Independent from England? Because they weren't oppressive enough. <laughs> so they colonized this country. And now here we are. Fourth of July and the war on women continues. Now I'm sure people are like, hey, Rocco, my boy, my boy Rocco, because I am your boy Rocco. Are you going to let this go? I see fucking how I can, man. I I suppose if I wasn't here, if I didn't catch COVID and somehow made that flight to Thailand, I would probably feel very different than I do right now. But yeah, I feel like a <laughs> a beaten old bag of broken bottles and dog shit. Back just killing me, of course. And I've tried doing this a couple of times, but all the other devices are giving me their fits. Thank God I've got some Chinese devices left. You can't help but think, like, you know, it's some sort of interpersonal conspiracy that obviously you are a part of the self sabotage act that you can't get these things together. For whatever reason. It's the beauty of being neuro-spicy, right? We're so spicy that we burn ourselves sometimes. And I think that's sort of the difficulty that perhaps I'm having is the fact that I'm aware, I'm sort of sentient of my difficulty at the moment, but unable to rectify or to change it to my satisfaction. It's a precarious situation to be in. You know, it's it's kind of like when your executive function is nil or dysfunctional or absent and you're laying in your filth-encrusted record den knowing all well that, you know, you should pick things up and so on. But with ADHD, sometimes it's just like being sort of half, half of a person in some ways, where you're sort of like in get out, you're trapped inside your hypnotized self. I was thinking kind of the same thing too about some of the aspects of big neuroversion, excuse me, while I yawn, because it is early in the morning, I apologize for that, it's not very professional in your ear holes. Um, but it is what it is to a handful of people that dare <laughs> to hang out for whatever bizarre reason it's beyond me, but I do appreciate it. 
especially uh, especially today. The the loneliness got to me today. It gets to me sometimes. It really does. And uh, it affects me in a way that that rejection sense dysphoria is. It's so intense for people with ADHD. It's so hard to explain to those that don't suffer from it. I mean, it's like a fate worse than death in some ways. I mean, it's like a little death. It feels like I've lived with it for so long, since early early childhood, just always feeling like I'm just not good enough to be the priority for somebody. And I know a lot of it comes out of, of you know, childhood trauma with a family and putting the funk and dysfunctional and where you're not a priority as a kid. Um, so I guess you have to make yourself a priority, right? Easier said than done right now for me. Normally, you know, I could I could mask it up and, and blow it off and go to the gym, but for the person that has three gym memberships, they're all on hold currently. <laughs> I can because of deep sixing my primary bank account. You know, I told them I had COVID and it'd be a while before I'd make a deposit. But they just went ahead and ran things through anyway. And so I'm slowly sort of moving things over to another account, but I have to pick and choose because it's still sort of a cash flow issue for me currently. Despite, you know, having classes and so on, it's just a pretty big bite without the significant former here, which is which is odd, you know. I guess we would have made it through before somehow, I'm not sure, but it's hard to sort of see the end of that concept or that road at this point. And I feel like a sucker. I just feel like a big fucking chump. And I can hear sort of the <laughs> all the nagging fucking smart-ass comments, you know, like, well, this is what you wanted. You got everything you wanted. You got, you know, just like, fuck, give me a break, man. You know? <laughs> what I wanted was to be loved <laughs> for who I am. But... Like Chris Rock says, right? You know, a man is only love for, you know, what he can do and provide for, I suppose. And I know it's a question of loving yourself. And at this moment, I'm not there, honestly. I uh, I don't feel really good about my situation at this, at this moment. I know it's temporary at this moment and not probably the best time to be. <laughs> Sharing it with somebody, but I ain't got nobody. You know, I can't even. I can't even get a pet at this point. Went through the dog thing and all the different <laughs> aspects of dog sitting, and realized that that's not going to work for me. Um, a cat might be nice, but fuck, you know, what if I do manage to to get out of here sometime soon, and then what do I do with my cat, right? Um. Life is uh, it's a trip, and I even feel bad, even kind of whinging about it slightly here. This bright-ass fucking phone line on this phablet. 
from China. I'm going to turn that down. It was frying my eyeballs. I, uh, I just wonder what's going to happen. And I know people are already throwing out the conspiracies about CERN turning on their large, large hydrogen collider and uh, maybe open up a black hole. We could only be so lucky, but fuck, it's already been so weird as it is. I mean, obviously, something happened before um, to put us into this place where we're at now. It's just like one fucking odd thing after another that seems to be mainstream, um, which, you know, I'm here for it. Let's, let's do it, right? But it's just kind of hanging around waiting this in between the the liminal space <laughs> between <laughs> events is uh, trying trying me at the best. So hopefully by doing this, I'll get a little bit of dopamine and serotonin, <clears throat> and maybe drift off back to sleep. I, I I spent most of the day sleeping anyway. Once I once I realized that. Uh, I was going to get together with significant former, um, but that that ship had sailed for the day, so I just, I just had to sleep. I was looking forward to it. I really was. I know it's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's inevitable that it's, you know, it's just going to lead to more heartache, but it's what I got right now. I, uh, not even sure what the next move is, to be honest with you. And that maybe a lot of people feel that way. I mean, I must have <laughs> wanted to run out in my underwear and <laughs> in my compression socks multiple times to jump in the car, just fucking get out of here. I don't even know where I'm going. It's like I couldn't even go far enough, you know. Patience has never been one of my virtues. <laughs> I don't think it will, will be anytime soon. I'm happy to see, though, that other people on the spectrum and neurodivergent people especially are <laughs> feeling themselves a lot more in higher regards about realizing the potential of being able to use our abilities as superpowers, so they see that the all the gaslighting from culture and society that has managed to make us feel like I do now, like shit, for being whatever, too much, or out of hand, or whatever it is, you know, all the different insults over the years, and the bullying, um, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm here for it, I hope it happens. I hope that people with neurodivergent minds get a break for a change. They get the mission that they hope for, the mission that they need, that sense of purpose and satisfaction of being the hero of their own story. And I'm projecting because that's kind of what I need right now. That and some cuddles. <laughs> I'm down for a cuddle puddle right now. <sighs>
it's uh it's a hard road man I've, I've been here before that's the funny part if i think about other times when i had a house to myself on my own and those long <laughs> long four ways into the four ways four rays not a four i wish it was a four way <laughs> maybe four rays into into the night you know waiting for the dawn which actually is kind of a drag now the bloody sun comes up so early and stays out so late i mean it's it's a good thing it really is i just i'm just not in the mood for it <laughs> Uh, I, uh, know that I'm doing the Fox and the Bitter Grapes, and I kind of felt that a little bit from my significant former. She had touted me about you know, how I was living my life and going on, and I said, well, you know, what fucking choice do I have, right, you know? You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille, you know, it's like, what do I do, Right. Of course, I'm gonna fucking act like an ass. That's just a natural reaction. So, now it's like the shoe's kind of on the other foot. And uh, now I have to deal with it. It's tough, you know, it's tough. You know, when you love somebody for over 20 years, you know, that shit just doesn't go away. It, it changes, yeah, sure. <laughs> but it, uh, you know, it's still there. And I, I got to get out of here. It, it's, it's just, you know, my dad was wrong about so many things, but at least in this case, he was right. He said he never could get over my mother until, he, you know, he left the state until he got far enough away. Out of sight, out of mind, I suppose. But fuck, man, it's it's tough because you know we want to be want to be friends and want to be civil and involved in each other's lives, you know, a little bit to a certain extent because we got uh, common property kind of stuff going on, you know. But fuck, man, it's killing me. <laughs> he just. It's just killing me, one day at a time, like everything else in this life. How much more? One more road to cross, right? Yeah, more ways than one. I was trying to trying to avoid social media, and that that doesn't help my situation. And you finally get you finally get weak and you break down because you know you're so goddamn lonely. And you get a few messages from people that you've talked to, and that gives you a little bit of a reprieve. And, and then uh, you know you watch some videos, and that helps. And you maybe you post some videos, and that helps. You know, and then at the end of the night, you know, I, I put the the time limit on the thing, you know, so I'm trying to wean myself off of it, so it tells me, like, you know, how long I've been on there, like an hour or something. 
And uh, at the end of the night, you know, it doesn't mean anything. Laying here <laughs> in the bed, which I have not made. And I mean, literally, like I've stripped the bed since I got sick and I have not made it. I mean, everything's clean. Uh, that's that's how bad my executive dysfunction is. I'm like literally laying on top of the one of the foam toppers that we got for this. I guess it came with it. There's a couple on here. I've never been a big fan of this bed anyway, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's a, I guess they put Tempur-Pedic mattresses in it while we were gone. You know. <sighs> Like I said, social media and its effect on our brains, I think, is <laughs> a pretty good indicator of what the fuck's going on in the world right now. Plenty of smartphones with a lot of dumb people making dumb comments. It's, uh, it's an unusual <laughs> statement on things. I noticed they put up John Wayne saying the Pledge of Allegiance as a as a song bite. I was tempted to use it somehow, you know, if I could mix it in with, you know, Hazy Fantasy and John Wayne's a big lady. <laughs> I remember being upset about that when I was younger. And the same thing in Repo Man when the guy was saying that John Wayne was a drag queen. <laughs> uh you know, we grew up with John Wayne as a sort of an icon, but then you watch something like Trumbo, who was blacklisted, you know, during the McCarthyism, which is kind of what we're going through now, right? Florida, DeSantis, fucking teachers have to, like, pledge, like, some kind of fucking allegiance now or some shit. I passed it into a lot like Florida. What the fuck is wrong with you people, man? What's in the fucking water down there? Can't we have that episode of Metalocalypse? Metapocalypse? Metalocalypse? I can't do it. <laughs> too late in the early. Too late, too early in the morning. Metalocalypse. Metalocalypse, yes. Where they took over Florida and fucking, you know, destroyed it with a hurricane or some shit. God damn, man. Can you imagine, like, trying to want to be a teacher? In this day and age, in this country, I mean, I love teaching my kids overseas. Um, super rewarding. Have a good time. They have fun. You know, they actually might learn something. But here, I can't even imagine. I just, it just seems like a whole lot of headache and heartache, thanklessness, and so on. And then on top of it, you've got admin, and now you've got the government, the state government trying to tell you what you can and can't do in your class. I mean, that's just, it's, it's mental. It's insane. And that, oh yeah, you can, you can have your little prayers. You can lead your little prayer in class. There you go. Yeah. Well, what if, what if you're not Christian, right? How's that going to fucking fly? I, uh, I'm shocked that we've gotten this, this fucking far and this fucking weird with all of this fucking theocratic horseshit in this country, man. And now they're talking about uh, another Supreme Court justice that's going to be a right-wing compromise with Mitch McConnell. I'm like, 
what the fuck? Why does the turtle get a fucking say in fucking us up again and again and again? Like, what does he know that we don't know? This is his, is his Chinese spy wife got some, some dirt. He's Taiwanese, but you know, whatever. Um, I just don't understand how that guy holds so much fucking sway over the Senate. I mean, the guy's like fucking Emperor Palpatine, right? He's all fucking, like, leathery and shit. His fucking eye sockets all hanging down low. I mean, he's got to be on a ton of fucking, you know, life support shit of some kind. Definitely got that guy a blood bag of some kind. I mean, transfusions or something. I mean, how can he be alive? It's just shocking to me. And then the fact that he's, you know... Fucking multi-millionaire, you know, times over from being a little fucking piss-ant fucking state that, you know, doesn't do shit except fuck everything up for everybody. It's just fucking shocking, man, the political system. I already fucking already know why I bitch about it, right? I guess I guess that's why a lot of people are, uh, you know, jaded by the whole thing, why they don't vote or whatever else. They don't think it works. It definitely can kind of feel like that, even with us in Crollo uh, at least the Democrats. I shouldn't say us. Like I'm not even a Democrat anymore. Um, even with the Democrats in control, I still can't get shit done. The whole thing's fucked. <laughs> it's pretty sad. So, yeah, I don't want to take my ball and go someplace else where <coughs> I want to be removed from these shenanigans so they don't tax my soul. <laughs> it's uh, not so not so spicy in this neuro-spicy uh, version here, yeah? I guess I could try to spice it up a little bit with some sort of tales of ADHD sexuality. Which is, I saw a woman that she cried for two hours because some men feel like they're losers because they can only last 50 seconds. I thought, oh my God, I'd, I'd kill to be able to do that, you know. But anybody with ADHD knows that when this truck gets a going, it keeps going. It's a long haul. So it's not uncommon. To have, um, what's the word for it? Resistant, resistant ejaculation. <laughs> I guess is the term I'm looking for. So if that's not neurospicy, I don't know what it is. Between between our brains, and sometimes depending on your medication, it does make it hard to. Well, it makes it hard. Yes, of course. Um, not completely hard. That's part of the problem too with some of the medication, but it makes it difficult to achieve orgasm. And uh, heaven forbid, if you lose your lose your train of thought in the beginning, forget about it. It's just not going to happen. And and over the years, you know, my my significant former, my poor wife's had to learn how to live with that. You know, where she might have a really great time several times <laughs> at my expense but for myself you know left wanting and yearning 
So, yeah, you definitely have to sometimes take things up a few notches for ADHD. And if your partner's unwilling to make that journey with you, that's that's less difficult, less troubling, right? I wish it could be just so simple, like, you know, a switch or something like that, but fortunately it's not. Even self-manipulation, sometimes you have to throw in the towel, <laughs> literally. I, I, I don't know from the female perspective, I, a little bit from some of the, the more educated content creators on the subject have talked about this. Um, and, and I would say definitely listen to their anecdotal experience um, more so than mine, unless you're a male with ADHD, because then you can relate a little bit better. Enough sort of like, you know, always having the engine revving. <laughs> but the, 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 the light doesn't change, and so you can't drop the hammer at the end. Um, it's been like that for a long time, unfortunately. And the older I get, of course, it just gets more prolonged. It's a blessing and a curse. It really is. So, we shall see. There's other aspects, too, I think, of ADHD and, and sexuality. Whatever the, the intersectional qualities of it are for some other people. I think that's also somewhat predetermined. There is a pattern there. Uh, for those people with or without medication, with or without diagnosis. Uh, it's definitely something we need to explore. I've been working on my, my OnlyFans. Yes, it's true. I have an OnlyFans. Um, how do you think I pay for all of this? Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm going broke. Yeah. Um, one of the concepts for me is, 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 is to have a survey. I'm curious how many... How many people, I mean, obviously because of the pandemic, it, it glutted, it glutted the industry. I mean, how easy was it to, some, I shouldn't say easy, like technically easy to put your images up and, you know, try to share them and monetize them. Maybe, maybe morality, morality or personal uh, values or ethics, maybe that was the hard part, I think, for some people. Um, you know, some, some moms didn't, <laughs> didn't have a choice. Um, and that's happened before in the past, you know, when I used to work at the, uh, at the club for the strippers, you know, it was just kind of the same thing. You know, you have a single mom that was kind of earned for money. And so, you know, she turned the dance into, to get some income and then it opens up other doors, you know, sometimes it's Pandora's box, right? But it opens up. But uh, I'd say, yeah, the same thing for going online and and uh, producing your own content for the exploitation of your own body for a little bit of money. Not much. That's the thing is because it's so saturated. I mean, people aren't, aren't making the bank like they used to. It's very competitive, of course. And so it's a strange rabbit hole, I think, for some people. And now that uh, I think as we go towards a recession, you know, those incidentals, uh, you know, people complain about their, their subscribers are down or their revenues down. I think they're going to have to accept that, that 
a lot of people have gone back to work or have not gone back to work and don't have any more money to sort of spend on maybe what would be considered frivolity for some people. For other people, I'm sure it's fucking it's a it's a relationship that is as real as as the, maybe the ones who has a child with characters on TV. I mean, even McLuhan said that the television family replaces the real family, and for those people that uh, the sort of on the the spectrum or the borderline, I mean, it it may very well seem as much so, especially if you're disassociating within your own family relationship because it's abusive or narcissistic or whatever it is you need to sort of desensitize you from or avoid. And then you watch television and there's, you know, maybe, uh, maybe some reruns of, a, of a, a classic show that you, you feel endeared with. And so it does, you get so saturated by watching them, you know, repeatedly or throughout the day or binge watching that they seem as real as, as as the people around you. So they do seem like your family, you know. And and you feel you feel emotions for them. You allow yourself to to show emotions uh, to the television or to the movies that normally you wouldn't show to anybody else. And it's very common to hear ADHD people, you know, sometimes they start fucking crying in a commercial um because of the fact that we feel things so intensely and I know a lot of that's uh, hyperfixation, like in the beginning of a relationship or infatuation. Um, you know, we go through a series of love bombing and so on, and it's uh, it's pretty radical, I guess, for some people when they experience it. Ouch! And uh, it's hard to imagine that people don't fully understand it. I guess maybe that's kind of my. My gripe in some ways, I feel like I'm still being asked to play by the old rules, even though it's very clear that they don't, they don't necessarily define who I am and that a lot of my problems or problems, a lot of my challenges, I should say, with others or with society, you know, stem from, from being neurodivergent, from being out of step with them. It's so much easier, you know, on your own in some ways because you don't have to worry about hurting that other person. And that's that's really where I was at in my situation. I just felt like no matter what I did, it was wrong and my reaction was wrong and I just ended up, I ended up hurting, you know, my wife. And you can only say you're sorry so much, you know. And just feel like you're a sorry individual. <laughs> so it's probably for the best. Now that I think about it, talking it out loud, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the best in that sense. Because it does uphold that part of my desire, which is you love somebody so much, you don't, you know, you want them to be happy. And so even though I'm fucking miserable right now, it's at least it sounds like, like, like she's happy. And, uh, you know, it's possible, right? <laughs> People don't need you to be happy. They can be happy for themselves. Like, I mean, I can be happy for myself, but I'm just not there right now. I've had to, <laughs> to learn some 
some pretty brutal lessons very quickly about this situation, which is, you know, probably a good thing. He can still teach old dog new tricks, at least this old dog. I uh, don't know if I would do things differently. <laughs> Maybe. Can't can't really live that way anyway, right? We can't think that way. Can't change the past. So all we can do is this. Maybe the one more day thing, right? Like trying to stay sober one more day. or Let's just try to get through one more day. And again, to think that I've, I've had 20,000 plus already of one more day. It's like how much farther down the road do we go, right? Do I, do I get to be successful? Do I get to be happy? And so as soon as I say that, you know, I, I, I flash right over here to the bed, you know, thinking, thinking she's here with me. But that ain't going to happen. That ship has sailed. With me, with me pushing the boat off the dock, you know. Get the fuck out of here. Wow. What was I thinking? I wasn't. <laughs> I don't think. I just react. Just do. Except like this, then you think too much, yeah? Yeah. Oh. All right, another neurospicy sexuality nugget, I suppose. <sighs> Sometimes the your sensitivity, like even for like maybe kissing or touching or caressing, sometimes will be slightly off. It'll be out of tune. And so Maybe you don't want to kiss, <laughs> or you feel weirded out by it. How do you explain that to your significant other? It's got nothing to do with them, right? It's wrong for me to think that <laughs> she should understand me better. Uh, she did everything she could. Within her capability, you can't you can't make people into the things that you want them to be when you can't even do that for yourself. And then I can't I can't even can't even make myself be the person that I want to be. How the fuck am I gonna try to get somebody else to do that? <laughs> oh man, what a conundrum! What a conundrum. What a great word, conundrum. I'm a little bit concerned about the fireworks tonight because of all the fireworks stands I saw on Highway 99, just outside the city limits. And there was a little bit last night. I know, like, I live close to the edge of the city limits, but I know people are going to be shooting shit off. I, I, I'm thinking... Maybe that last year they didn't let it happen, you know, because of the fire hazard, because of the heat dome. So this year they're going to have blue balls, you know, they're going to they're gonna want to fucking shoot all that shit off. 
maybe the economy won't let them. <laughs> maybe they're broke. So they might be, might be mellow. But I don't know. With all those fireworks stands, you have to wonder. Of course, they could have been sitting on that shit for a year since they didn't get to do it last year. Pray for rain. <laughs> I just feel bad for the dogs and, and myself, you know. It took me a long while to get over fireworks and PTSD. You know, China did it because fucking every day is fireworks, right? Firecrackers and stuff. I mean, you just realize that it's not guns. Here, though, it's... We always hear, hear you know, booms or whatever else. And you, the first thing your mind goes to is a gunshot. Especially here on the street, you know, we had a, had a murder on uh, New Year's Eve when I moved in uh, a year ago. Previous New Year's Eve. They've been partying all night and between alcohol and handguns, and a guy got shot. And I remember the neighbor saying, you know, having to duck down in his house. And I thought, well, that's, well, that's weird. We just kind of blow it off. But <laughs> now I understand. Especially now that I sit up higher in this place. Huh. It's the disconnect. It's the disconnect in this system that's uh, that's troubling. I'm uh, really breaking out on my chest here. Um, which is kind of new for me, so I'm not sure if that's a reaction to uh, hormones or what it might be. Um, but I think that's going to change anyway because I'm coming off psycho. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And that can also affect my emotion too. I, I expect I'll probably be way more emotional here for a little while as the, the bounce back I'm assuming is going to be Probably estrogen related and cortisol with my stress. So, I've already been doing a little bit of comfort eating, which is sad. The good thing is it's healthy, healthy comfort eating. <laughs> but it's still excessive. So, that's the problem. You don't want to make it excessive, especially with no exercise or very little exercise. So, Independence Day, well, I think a lot of places will be closed, which will be good. But I should get out, hopefully. <sighs> yeah. Well, thanks for listening, I appreciate it. I, I wish I had something more for you, I really do. Some, some message of, of hope or encouragement. <laughs> some, some nugget of wisdom instead of just a lonely, middle-aged dude sleeping in an unmade, unmade bed with a lone fan. <laughs> it's like Bukowski without the fucking booze or the, the talent for poetry. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of sucks. <laughs> I love to giggle at the at the foolishness of it all. At least, at least that happens, and so that puts a smile on my face. So, 
the lights kind of peering through the, the corner here of the blackout corner, blackout curtains, which I probably should fix, pretend that it's still black, and uh, return to the slumber and hopefully wake up to something new, a new experience or a new feeling or a new day, just one more day, right? Fourth of July, 2022, in the United States of America. Shocking, it really is. So, carry on, no matter what. Cheers.